Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Can I ask you a personal question? I think I've asked you this question before. Well, you always ask me if you can ask me a personal question. You've asked me that no, people about always a hundred do that. times. So you know what? Or people say, let me, ask, let me ask you this. And then they proceed to ask it. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Didn't you just ask my permission? Right. And then nobody ever heads anybody off. Can I ask you a personal question? No, actually, I'd rather you didn't. And you know why people say yes? Because it's it's... Like you got I'm something very, to hide. I'm, no, I'm curious now. What what personal nature is it going to be? Will it have to do with my hygiene, my sex life? Will it have to do with um, what I do um, when um, the curtains are drawn and no one's around? Do, do I pick my nose in my car when I'm driving? I can't wait to find out what this personal question is going to be. It's crazy. So what is it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you pick your nose in your car when you're... No, um, I do sometimes. I, I was gonna doesn't ha- everybody? Uh, well, of course. If they say they don't, then they, they then they must not have a driver's license. <laughs> the only thing I can think, or or but then if you don't have a driver's license, then you got both That's, hands no, free to do it. No, and the reason that the reason I do is not because I have don't have a driver's license, or it's because I don't have a Kleenex. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Boy, that is good. Mm. I told you. I'm sorry. This Isn't is that good? This is bad taste. But I'm eating some whipped mixed berry cream cheese. Oh, man. I know. It's that insanely good. good. I told you. And then I put some cheese curds out and some spinach dip. Give me berries. And some Any kind of berry. I can berry pies, berry jello. And actual berries are actually quite good. I don't know if you ever tried those. I found my thrill on Blueberry Hill. So what's the personal question? Okay, the personal question is, have you ever had... Yes, I have. You have? Probably. A colonoscopy. Oh, no. You keep... You, you bitched at me... I thought I've asked you that before. You bitched at me last year about not going and getting one. I'm not going to go get it. I don't want to be poked around down there. No, no, listen to me. Anymore. Listen to me. Listen to me. If this was a movie, I'd grab you by both shoulders. I'd shake you around. <laughs> Maybe I'd smack you. Just wake you up. Say, get a hold of yourself, woman. Yeah, get a hold of yourself. And then you will say, thank you. I needed I'm that. I'm so glad that you set me straight. Um... No, I haven't. Well, and you've heard all the this stuff that it's the most preventable cancer there is. Right. They can catch it early. It's very slow growing. Um, my wife just had one, um, and not her first. 
and uh, and she says that the colonoscopy itself, and I can attest to this, is a is a breeze. It's just not a big deal. Right, you're they, you're they, doped up anyway. They right? dope you up, and you actually it's fine. Actually, quite pleasant the doping up part. Oh, yeah. I think I heard a comedian say a colonoscopy is like ninety percent icky and then ten percent. Ooh. <laughs> I, I get fever, I. I'm sure those percentages change on who you are, but. Sure. But um, so she just said so. But she said the worst part is all that stuff you have to drink the day before. No, 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 I, I. You're drinking this stuff that is designed to evacuate mm-hmm. your uh, stuff, your, your area, your subway, because. They're going to send a camera down there, yeah. and they fill you with air and stuff like that. And uh, did you know they fill you with air? I didn't know that. Yeah, they blow air in front of you as they're going through with the camera. To widen the passage. Yeah, just so they, yeah, exactly. And just so you can God, think, see things know. that might be otherwise hidden. Your colon is sort of like bubble wrap. I don't want to know any of this. Okay, well, I know it's not that pleasant to talk about, but it is a miracle that they would have this ability to go through. Think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. that one didn't exist when our dads and grandfathers were around. And if they did have cameras, they would be, you know, the size of, like, TV cameras <laughs> or something going in there. That would hurt. <laughs> hurt really bad. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. They said, we could do this, but. But here's the downside. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so where was I going with that? Oh, so but so you have to drink this stuff that's designed to speed your, um, is it, 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 within a few hours, you're doing more sitting than standing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, then, and then you're clean as a whistle in there, and it makes it a lot more. Not only more pleasant, I'm sure, for the proctologist, but also they can see things right. now. It's not like they're going into it's a... It's all shiny and squeaky pink in there. Kind of, yeah. They're not going into a, yeah, okay. a the, cave. They're going into a, ton- a, a nice, well-lit tunnel, comparatively. Okay, let's put it that way. So... My wife said, oh, this is so, oh, I hate this. And I said, you know what, honey? I am going, and this is a poor word to use, but I said, in solidarity with you, I, uh, I'm i going to go through exactly the same regimen you're going through. So if you have enough stuff, I'll drink it too, and we'll both do it together. And so you guys had a little party. What's that drink called? Bar- Barium. Well, it wasn't the barium. They don't. Oh. Uh, that's kind of that uh, radioactive material. No, so, this is just stuff that's supposed to act uh, in your gut and get things rolling. So you had a little cleansing party. Cleansing. There, that's a better word for it. Yeah, that's we had really a very. Party. I, I think that's very sweet. I was of you. reading a book uh, by Martin Short, and he says that every uh, year or two or three, whatever it is, he, Steve Martin, um, and I think uh, Tom Hanks and somebody else, they all have this little colonoscopy party the night before and they that's all that's actually kind of cool yeah, and they and they play cards and stuff and they make a party out of it uh but the reason uh i mention it lisa is that it is it is a highly preventative preventive mm-hmm. way of not getting colon cancer and and you'll feel 
so relieved afterwards. Great, that's one less thing I have to worry about. If things look fine, they'll say, we'll see you in 10 years or five years. How much does it cost? It'll be part of your, uh, you know. Is it part of my Obamacare? Is Obama covering this for me? Yeah. Because I don't work for a corporation. No, I I don't either. I work for myself. Yeah. And uh, And I have like... Well, you you ultimately do work for somebody else, but I mean, somebody else pays you, but... I have like Charlie's insurance, you know. Really? Chuck's insurance. It's that, you know... But isn't that a lame reason to say, well, I guess I'll take my chances on whether I live or die because I have Chuck's insurance. Let me ask you this. Okay. And And I don't mean to sound... But I'm worried about you. No, you're not worried. Yes, I am. You're trying to shame me into it. No, I, I would be happy if you'd consider doing it. You know what? I've been. Uh, I wish I'd known that YouTube... Patty was going, and we could have had a colonoscopy party together. You could have. You could have. I uh, I've seen a little bit of the procedure on YouTube. I think I could do it. For me? Yes. Oh. I think I could. <laughs> How much would you charge? I wouldn't charge you anything. And I really wouldn't. Oh, thank you. And I wouldn't look. I would just look at the camera images i wouldn't look you know look, what you know. if you dope me up well i ain't gonna care if you look if you look <clears throat> so what so, are the odds so how many people die from i don't know cancer and I, how many people don't i don't know the statistics because if it's of it. 51 percent of people die from it then i probably better go get one well, if you never treated it, if you had it and you never and it went untreated, or you waited too long to discover it. But what it, if I go through this whole colonoscopy thing and there is nothing there? Then you'll know. You'll have that peace of mind. Can I just pretend right now? Well, that's what you're doing. Just yeah, pretend. Just saying, yeah. I don't. I don't feel like I have any. Like <laughs> when you feel like you have yeah. something. Well, you could find some alarming things in your. But wouldn't you, uh, you feel get up them with first? Blood in the stool and things like that. It's one of my favorite songs by Bob Dylan, by the way. Um, remember, remember that song? No. Um, but what what brought it home for me was a couple of weeks ago. I saw this young lady that came to me, and I didn't recognize her. And she said, "Yeah, do you remember me? I'm oh, the daughter. No. I'm the daughter of Tom and so." And I go, "Oh gosh, yes. My gosh, you've grown up." And I, what I remembered about the girl was that when she was a little kid and her parents and, and my wife and I were, were close friends, uh, she had to go to the hospital one day her, because she swallowed a needle. She swallowed oh a sewing needle. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they had to go in and oh op- my open God. her up. Yeah. Sideways was, or lengthwise? I don't know, but Jesus. she was always doing something like that. So uh, to see her now as a grown adult with three kids of her own and doing just fine, I Man, I didn't think you were going to make it. More, You were getting in more trouble when you were a little kid. Putting stuff in you. I stuck a marble up my nose once. <clears throat> I've heard of that. Yeah, I heard of a guy stuck a bean in his ear. My mommy said not to put beans in my ears. Beans in my ears. Good stuff, huh? Beans in my ears. My mommy said not to put beans in my ears. Beans in my ears. Why settle for one verse? Why would I want to put beans in my ears? Wait for it. Here's the answer. You can't hear the teacher with beans in your ears. Beans in your ears. Beans in your ears. You can't hear the teacher with beans.
Okay, here's the big payoff. I think that all grown-ups have beans in their ears. Beans in their ears. Beans in their ears. I think that all grown-ups have beans in their ears. Beans in their ears. Yeah, but I but the problem with the marble is that it's such a smooth surface that you can't really get your fingers up around to pull it out. Mm-hmm. And I panicked and I went running into my mom. And she just, my mother would just roll her, here she comes again. She'd roll her eyes and I'm panicking. I've got a marble stuck on my nose. And she stuck her finger on the other open side of the nose and said, blow. Well, that's a good idea. And it popped right out. (laughs) They said, now get out of here. Like a a ball out of a musket. Yep. But I never stuck anything in my ears. I would stick things in my nose. I don't know why. I'd stick things in my nose and I'd cut my eyelashes off when I was little. Did you? I did. I didn't think they would cut. I thought they were wire. I thought your eyelashes were made of wire. And so I took the scissors and I went, and they went, yeah. and I went, oh, crap. And then my mom looked at me later that day, and she's talking to me, and she's looking at my face. She goes, what's wrong with your eye? Because just one eye had eyelashes, yeah. the other yeah. eye didn't have any eyelashes. <laughs> I go, I cut my eyelashes. Well, one time I was going to give a speech, and I was just about to get out of my car, and I looked in the in the mirror, and I, I said, oh, my God, my one of my eyebrows looks really, really bad. It's all, I got all this, these crazy wild hairs uh, going all different directions on it. So I decided I had a nail clippers in my car, and I said, I'll just clip those babies. And I, and I clipped them, and I clipped like a huge hunk out of my eyebrow. So now I had... I had like an eyebrow that looked like it was a dotted line, you know. And, oh God! You now what am I going to do? To the second eyebrow. So, so I had, match. so I had a magic marker in my car. Oh my and God! I thought, if I do this just right, I can fix this temporarily. So yeah. I did the ma- little magic marker in there? And then I went in and gave my speech, and I'm telling you, Lisa, at least three or four times, people go, "Did you do a magic marker on your eyebrow?" <laughs> I mean, it's immediately obvious. No. And then, of course, I deny it. No. No. Why do you ask? No. Why would I do that? That's silly. I wouldn't ever do that. All right. I will look into the colon. I just went. Anyway, the point of me bringing the young lady up is that she said, yeah, and you know, my dad's getting remarried. I go, oh, oh. Because, you know, you heard about my mom dying a couple years ago. And I hadn't heard about it. And I go, oh, no. I mean, these were close friends of ours at the time. So I said, oh, yeah, I heard about that. That's really bad. And then I kind of backtracked later, and I said, well, uh, what, what is it that took your mom? Uh, I never heard. She said, oh, it was colon cancer. I said, oh, jeez. I said, that's too bad. I mean, because, you know, they say that's the most preventable cancer there is if you have colonoscopy. And she said, well, that's the thing. She had just had one 18 months before, and they never caught it. Oh, no. So I decided... Either that means we should have colonoscopies regularly, or maybe you should have like three or four of them within a few weeks with, oh, with different doctors, great. just to make sure that yeah, yeah. So it, it's, what, it's though, Pat, it, but it's it, I know, and you're going to say something's going to get you. I was going to say of all the things that can make you croak, 
I mean, yeah, but why not go for the one thing that you that won't make you croak because you can head it off. You can't say that about other cancers, but colon yeah, cancer. Yeah, but that's still not going to end your worry about everything else that's going to eat up your body. No, but if you can click that one off your list. Yeah, I suppose. Wouldn't that be helpful? But you know what? You, I, then I can come, you know, you know every time I see it, hey, Lisa, how's your butt? <laughs> you know, thanks for asking. I'm just now finally getting all I'm, all this dental work I have to catch up on. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have my I have one more crown I have to go get done this year, which is you know, still with insurance, the little bit oh, of insurance it's I have still $1500. Oh yeah. And um but I went in for my cleaning a couple a few weeks ago. Did you have a root canal with that? With what? My cleaning? No, with your crown. I I'm mean, going in to get it. Yeah, have you had root canals before? Oh yeah. Yeah, aren't they fun? Yay. You know what they? I don't know. I, yeah, to me, people say, "Oh, I hate root canals." Well, you people are idiots because if you're on nitrous oxide, you don't care if they give you a hysterectomy. So just if you just pop on the mask, well, I and suppose bye bye. Yeah, I suppose who that's cares true. What they do to you? But I've had Novocaine, for example, and they and then they tell me as if it's a compliment. They say, "You know what, Pat? You've got the deepest." roots uh we've ever seen on a tooth so what happens is they start on the root canal and i've been deadened part of the way down but not all the way down because they didn't know how deep my roots were so all of a sudden they say now let us know if it starts getting a little uncomfortable oh 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 that's a little okay well we'll give you more novocaine this has happened to me three times so they give you the novocaine needle and they go straight in to the exposed nerve and I'm you telling know? you, I've never had more pain in my life. It's like I had been shot in the head with a uh, oh my God. with a gun. I mean, the pain is unbelievable, and it doesn't subside until the Novocaine finally takes effect. Oh, it's uh, awful. Are you on ni- nitrous at the time? No. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, this dentist wasn't offering it. Oh, well, then you get rid of that dentist. Well, I will from now on. No, you find a dentist that has You think I would? You find a dentist that has a canister of that craps in the waiting room. It's a gas! (laughs) That's the kind of dentist you want. That You can just, you know. Well, I had nitrous once. Uh, And I know it makes some people sick. Well, it didn't for me because I was nervous about it. And so, you know, the so-called laughing gas and stuff. So, so I'm talking and I'm telling jokes and, you know, being very blabby. <clears throat> and so, and I can hear my voice like it's in another room. Yeah. But I'm still chatting away, apparently. And they decide, well, I guess he hasn't had enough, uh, enough nitrous yet. Let's give him some more and some more and some more. Yeah, so they gave me a be, whole bunch. Yeah, there's a. So when I woke up, I was. That. Very well, nauseous. you're not supposed to go to sleep. You're supposed to be. Well, I don't know, but I I got very you're not nauseous. Supposed to go to sleep on the way home. Somebody drove me home, and I had to say, "Hey, would you stop the car?" And I got out and chucked in somebody's mulberry bush. Could be, um, could be the novocaine too. Sometimes that makes you throw up. The if you swallow some of that stuff. Uh, I've never had a problem with novocaine. Yeah. Although my lip goes to sleep, or my nose, depending on you know how or extensive. Or your nipples. It, it yeah. sounds like they're giving. It to- <laughs> They give you a lot. Oh, God, it's nice to talk to somebody else whose nipples go to sleep when they get Novocaine. Jeez, I thought I was the only one. What a relief. So I go, so I go to get my teeth cleaned, and I just, ah, I used to have a great dental hygienist, and she would, she would, when I walked in, she'd say, how bad was your day? And I go, oh my God, today sucked. That was when I worked in radio. Okay, today sucked. 
Because I had to work with Pat. No, it wasn't when I was working with you. And she goes, all right. And she'd hike that little nitrous up. And then she would shut the door and she would tell me an intimate deal. She was single. She would tell me an intimate detail of her sexual, um, life. Her sexual dating and really? es- escapade. Hilarious story. She was a very funny storyteller. Not, not, she wasn't, it wasn't a creepy, yeah. she's telling me erotica. She's just telling me these awkward moments with these guys. And I had absolutely the best time. Thoroughly with her. entertained. Thoroughly entertained. I'm on nitrous, laughing my, as much as I can with my mouth open. And then she turned on the oxygen and I go, I mean, I used to go get my teeth cleaned every three months. So she gave you nitrous to clean your teeth? Yeah, I have very, um, really sensitive, oh. um, Gums. Root. No, it's not the gums. It's the roots are very nipples. Nipples. (laughs) That's right. You've already established that. So now I have, and she retired because I guess, did you know being a dental hygienist can be really hard on your hands? Just like Mm. massage people can't be massage people. What do they call them? Masseurs? Masseuses. Masseuses. Yeah. Uh, You know, I used to to be. uh, You have to retire. I don't know if you know this. I used to be, uh, for lack of a better word, muscle for uh, some kind of gangsters and stuff. And let me tell you. You were the muscle for a gang. Yeah. And let me tell you. What gang was it? I, I can't really talk about it. But, you know, if somebody got out of line or wasn't paying their bill or whatever, then you, they you, brought. They called in you. They brought the muscle in. And, and you know, and, and hitting people in the face, uh, stomach, you know, back in the back of the. Pretty soon, man, your hands are re- Really you sore. Had, is that why you had to retire? Yeah, you can't do it for 50 years. No you, wonder they look so gnarled yeah, now. That's yeah. A, yeah, like if if you said something to me right now or uh, like a bad guy came in the room right now, I, I couldn't even hit him. My hands are too sore. Could you sore. slap him? They're too sore right now. You couldn't even slap I'd him? I'd kick him, but I couldn't. Oh, yes, I'm the great pretender. I'm completely full of baloney on my butt. What a great anyway, job. So, so, so can, let me, can, can I finish my story? Sure. So my story is I, that... Hey, wait, wait a minute. It sounds like a I dentist know. working over there. <laughs> of course, he stops when we know, stop. I don't know what they're... Chi- that is exactly what it sounds like when they're working on your teeth. Yeah. It feels like that from your perspective. I know. That is happening about three inches from your ear. It's awful. So she she's... Not very cute. She's not sort of unfortunate looking. She's not very cute. Ooh, now, I'm glad she's not my hygienist. And then, and she's sort of socially awkward. Ooh. And then the worst. I'm part, glad she's not my. And then the worst part about it. I mean, she's clean and everything. Ooh. No, she's I'm, clean. Oh. But is that? And does your do, do you get floss shamed every time you sit in the chair? Every I time. am so sick of being floss shamed. Oh yeah. And I don't, and I don't know how do you combat that. I guess maybe we should just start flossing. But well, let's say that you just don't quite get to it twice a day like you're supposed to. <clears throat> and I know that they're dental hygienists, so they 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 do that, right? It's like when I was a banker, when I worked in a bank, I balanced my statement every month because that's just what I did. I was in that industry. Uh-huh. If you're a dental hygienist, you're probably flossing 18 times a day. Um, uh, but I just sometimes forget. There's sometimes I don't even brush my teeth at night. I'm so tired. I fall into bed. Yeah. So, well, but so, she shames, you know, and it's not really a, oh, you should know better. It's it, but it kind of is. It's like, now, you know, that if you flossed more, this would hurt less. 
Well, I've always wondered about that with dentists and hygienists. I mean, uh, if you know, if you if you brushed your teeth and flossed religiously, uh, then I wouldn't need to come here anymore. So why are you telling me to, no, to no, enforce behavior that, that means I wouldn't need your services anymore? No, that's anymore. not true because you'd still like the root canal and stuff doesn't have to do with you not brushing and flossing. It doesn't? Doesn't that come from up from well, your it nipples? Could. Well, <laughs> I think, you know what? I think you just want to say the I word do. nipples This is so the much. first episode I've said nipples so much. In. So much. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. But, but here's the other well, thing. Well, I that... think when you're an adult. I mean, when you're a little kid, you know, a little. Now, Timmy, you need to floss your teeth. Well, yeah, you're teaching kids. I mean, you have to remind them to, to even brush your teeth, Timmy. Yeah. Well, uh, for, first of all, my name is Timmy. And <laughs> second of all, I'm not eight. <laughs> I'm 58. I feel like I'm eight, though, when I'm in the chair. Exactly. And, you know. Exactly, yeah. So the and, other... and, and do you lie? Of now, course yeah, I, I said, lie. Yeah, I said, All the time. So... I'm thinking, if you're going to floss, shame me, I'm going to floss lie to you. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why my gums are bleeding, because I floss through Tuesday. Yeah. Are you... And, and then and then they give you that look, like, well, yeah, I, fl- I floss uh-huh. quite a bit. And they go, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they can totally tell. There's like, yeah. like a lie detector in the chair. And then you want to just go get hysterical and say, Look! If you already know I don't floss, why are you even asking me? <laughs> That's what I wanted Leave to say. Leave me alone! <laughs> yeah, because they will ask you. That's like they're testing. They're like, how often do you floss? Why don't you just take a look? I'm sure you can pretty much make your own deduction. You tell me, yeah. 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 Actually, I was flossing driving here. <laughs> Which is the which is what I did the last time I was here. Yeah, I do the same thing. I brush I'm up so extra bad. heavy before I go to, before I go to the dentist. I, I gargle with mouthwash. I start like a week ahead, <laughs> yeah. where I'm doing like it twice, and it's like, oh god, I'm gonna brush three times a day. I'm yeah. gonna floss three times a day. I'm gonna have those picks with me just so I can get most of the surface gunk out of there. Mm-hmm. So there's a little less for her to be upset about. But that the, but that doesn't get rid of the plaque, you know. Yeah. The plaque is the hard stuff. That you have you you have, have to scrape. Yeah, you have to get a nail out of the your garage and scrape the you know. And you want to be careful because you don't want to get the enamel off. <clears throat> so yeah, but it's better than being floss shame. That's what I, you should do is floss all the enamel off your teeth and go. Is that good enough? <laughs> good. Are you yeah, happy now? Are you happy now? <laughs> I have no enamel left. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Open wide, please. Looks all right to me. How does it feel? Feels all right. Have you had any trouble? No, no trouble. It seems to have gone along very well. Have you tried chewing on that side? No, I haven't eaten it all. May I take my head off? Yes, please. Thank you. You know, you might just try chewing on that side occasionally. Not all the time, of course, but just once or twice to see whether it'll stay in. I think it's ready. I think I will chew when I leave here. I think I go somewhere and just chew and chew and chew. I've wanted to chew. God knows I've wanted to chew, but I... Don't you see, I didn't dare. Yes, I think I understand. I thought, what if it would come out, you know, and it would be naked, open. You, you know what's happening, don't you? Yes, I think I do. I, I never meant for it to happen. No, no, nor did I. You know, when you first came into my office and said those few sad words about the tiny tooth in the back of your mouth that was hurting you, I think it... Felt something for that tooth even then that I wasn't meant to feel. Do you know what I mean? Do you know that when I first came into your office, when I saw you standing there so stern in your white smock, 
I thought he loathed me for having a cavity. Oh, no, I it didn't. It will disgust him, no, I thought. No, no, it didn't, Reba. Not only that it was a cavity because dentists understand these things, but because... No, because it was your cavity, and I think even then I loved it. That I'd said it. I do love you. Let's not talk about it for just a moment. Do you know, when you looked in my mouth and said, it's rotten, I thought... Nothing can happen now. And yet when you looked at me, you didn't look at me as though I were a woman with a rotten tooth. You looked at me as though I were me. And for the first time I knew who I was, me. Oh, Reba, Reba, do you know that when I looked into that mouth that I do love now, when I first looked down into that mouth and I saw that you were English clear through, I think I knew then that something that I didn't mean to happen was going to happen. Please don't, Adolf. I'm going to put my head on. No, you don't have to go. I've, I've got something to tell you, Reba. I haven't told you before because there was no use. It seemed to me there was no sense upsetting you. But now I have to tell you. I'm... I'm going away. Away? Yes. I've taken a job as a dentist in the leper colony. I think it's best. I see. So it, I, I'm getting my teeth clean. Now, now let me ask you this. I get... So you didn't wait for me to say, okay, you can ask me this. No, I said, let me ask you. Uh, will okay. you let me? I guess that's short for will you let me ask you this? Yes. And, okay. and yes, I will. Even though I don't know what this is. I love getting my teeth clean. It's such a nice, it's a good feeling, right? You want to get the outsides cleaned. Don't have a problem with that. You want to get the insides clean. Well, here's what I do. The back of the teeth. And you want to get the betweens clean. Yes. What do you do? Well, when I after I get my teeth cleaned, I feel so good. I don't even brush my teeth for about four weeks <laughs> after that. Because I think, why bother? They're already clean. Do you floss? No, no, no. So they do all that, right? <clears throat> then what's the next step that they do after? They do all the scraping and the little laser Oh, they put thing. that waxy stuff in there. So they polish your teeth. Yeah, they polish it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So polish. Then they, then they buff it with that machine. Yeah. And it sort of tickles a little yeah. bit. And it's minty and gritty. Yep, 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 yep. And it sure feels better than the scraping stuff. Right. So... She does all that on the outside, and then she goes on, on the inside, and then she goes, yeah, that looks pretty good, but I, I'm going to work a little bit more on the, you've got some stains on the inside of your bottom teeth. I'm going to work on that just a little. Let me just work on that a little more, get those off there. And I'm thinking, why? Nobody's going to freaking see the inside of the back. Not even I am going to see the inside of the back of my, my teeth. Do, do, do. Well, I suppose so you if you got into somebody with the right person, you got into some wild, uh, exotic sex position, they could see the back of your teeth. I, I would mean, like to know what that position is. I don't even is. know. I, 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 I would really like to see what that, that position would there be. There must be books about it. Nobody sees the inside of my teeth. One of the, the most difficult Kama Sutra moves of all. You Nobody. can see the back of your teeth. So I'm thinking, really? I'm paying to have you polish the... Not clean. I get that I need to have it clean. You don't need to polish. I don't care. I know what... But the, I mean, maybe she's suggesting that unless you do that, then it could decay back there and then, you, then you're no, looking at... No, cleaning is different than, than polishing and buffing. <laughs> Isn't it? Or am I talking out my butt? No, no, I think you're she, right. I'm just she's kind of, just, no, she said I was I just sort of get going this... into a different uh, kind of tawdry direction with it. And I'm glad anyway, I, didn't say I think it's a I think it's a sort of I'm thinking I could save money and time. <laughs> she could save time and get to lunch. But no, she's spending another ten minutes trying to buff these stains from the inside of my teeth that 
not nobody's going to see. I'm not going to see them. And I'm wondering if it's sort of maybe a, a professional, like somebody's, the dentist is going to come in and look after she's done this. Do you think it's sort of like she wants to show she's done a good job? Nobody's going to see the inside of the teeth. What is the purpose of buffing and polishing? And how do you know she's really doing it since you can't verify it? Well, she is. She's got the thing, that thing. Yeah, but I mean, how do you know when you look back that it, anything's happened? That's true. I should how call do you know up how, and I should say, How you know, do you know how stained it is? There's still some stains on the back of my, inside of my teeth that I would like to get yeah. um, taken care of. Yeah. Do you I think just, they'd even question that and go, wait a minute. Why? How you're pulling you really my leg. You? You'd have to have one of those dental, round dental yeah, exactly. mirror things. Yeah, yeah. It's the stupidest thing. How much time have we wasted in our lives getting the backs of our teeth polished? I say I, I hate this crap. This is that this is what happens the older I get, I'm more aware of time wasters like that. But maybe it's not a time waster. It's a huge time waster. It's like saying, "Well, why should I comb the back of my hair?" It's I, I don't see that, <laughs> that part of it. That is not there. anything like that. Well, kind of. It has nothing to do why with that. Why should I wax other, my back? Other <laughs> people will see it. Well, same thing not, with the back of your teeth. Nobody maybe. is ever going to see the back of my teeth. What about a tapeworm who comes <laughs> comes up? <laughs> And is heading heading out and peeking around and oh my god, look at the look at those whining teeth are so stained back here. That woman sure packs the red one. Maybe I better go find another host. You have a right to survive. I was thinking about this the other day, and this has nothing to do with what we just talked about, unless it's free dentistry. Okay. But when I was a kid, and I don't know if you were like this, there was such a an allure to the word free. Uh, if somebody said, you know, we used to have this kid in our school that always, he, he just like had his ear to the ground for anything that was free. And he just, he'd come running up and say, hey, they got, they got free um, pencils down, whatever, you know. It didn't matter what it was. If it was free, we, we dove on it like a tramp right. on a muffin. It was just so great, right. the idea that it would be free. And I, and I wondered, does that wear off when you get uh, of a certain age, because they keep appealing to people with free stuff. And the reason I thought of this is I saw this big full-page ad when I was on vacation down in Central Oregon, down in Bend, Oregon. And there was this uh, there was this food restaurant that had the, the big banner headline on the ad was it said, Free Burger Day Cometh. And it said, we've been, we've been in business for a year. And we're celebrating our first anniversary by giving away totally free burgers for one day. Totally, <clears throat> and they use yeah. the word totally free, so you wouldn't think it's partially free right. or something like that. You're, you're probably still going to tip, and you're probably going to buy drinks. Yeah. And, but, the, but the burger is free. And and I so I'm showing <clears throat> it to a friend of mine, because I know this guy loves burgers the way that, you know, aardvarks love ants, and he's just... And I said, man, you, this is free. You got to go for this. And he, and he said, no, I saw that ad. Not for me. No, thank Why? you. Why? And it turns out this place had, was a specialty place that only had veggie burgers. Oh. Yeah, so they were like bean oh, burgers okay. and that yeah. sort of stuff. Those aren't said, bad, but. No, they're not bad. But he said uh, they don't serve anything but veggie burgers. They've got, uh, it's called Next Level Burger. And, you know, it's these people who think this is going to be the next big thing where it's. 100% plant-based, dairy-free, non-GMO food. And I am i could be wrong about this, and probably am, but I just don't see that 
uh, is something that's going to be a big booming business that people are going to go crazy for. I just think that there are, is a finite number of people, no matter no matter how much evidence you give them about health benefits and all of that, that are going to be veggie burger folks exclusively. Yeah, well, and some veggie burgers aren't bad. I've had some that don't taste too bad. See, but that's Remember the that, best you can say about it. They right, don't taste that, too yeah. bad. Remember that time you brought in a... Um... Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. You were decided to be a vegan for Thanksgiving, which is one of the stupidest ideas you've ever had. I know. And I, we've been over this ground before, but I, I, I became a vegan for a year and a half. I'll never forget it. And I didn't intend to be a vegan. I intended to begin eating Healthier. food. Healthier. Not even that. Food that had no cholesterol in it. Right. Well, I wanted to eliminate healthier. all cholesterol uh, because I had high cholesterol. And so I thought, am I going to have to start taking medicine right. to alleviate this cholesterol problem? Can I do it naturally? So I said, I think I'll let me try eating food and living a life that includes no cholesterol. And cholesterol only exists in animal, uh, animal products. products. Right. So... But it's a pretty wide range of things when you think about it. It doesn't mean you have to eat meat. You can also can't eat eggs. You right. can't eat butter, cheese. I mean, all of these things. Anything that, that comes out of an animal, you shouldn't yeah, eat. Yeah, pretty much anything. I was walking around among the cheat grass and bunch grass there, and I looked down, and there was just a hell of a big moose herd. <laughs> Biggest damn moose herd. That was a real steamer. Damn <laughs> I looked down at that meadow wafer, and I said to myself, Self, I'm going to bake up a big moose turd pie. Because if anybody complains about my cooking, they're going to have to cook. So I tipped that pasture pastry up on edge. I got my shit together, so to speak. <laughs> And I started rolling it down toward the old cook car. Boom, boom. I got it down there and leaned it up against the side, and I climbed up in the cook car, and I baked up a hell of a big pie shell. And I baked that moose turd in it as slick as you please. And I crimped the edges with my thumbs and laid strips of dough across it and garnished it with a sprig of parsley, a little paprika. It was beautiful. Poetry on a plate. <laughs> And I served it for dessert, waiting for the first hint of a complaint. Well, this giant dude come in, about five foot forty. I mean, he was big. Throwed himself down like a fool on the stool. Picked up his fork, took a big bite of that moose turd pie. Well, he threw down his fork and he let out a beller and he yelled, "My God, that's moose turd pie!" <laughs> It's good, though. <laughs> and so, but I did. And because I was I was delighted with the idea that, boy, they got all these products out. They got fake cheese. They got they got fake hot dogs. They got veggie burgers. And, and, and I can put yeah. tomatoes and lettuce and, and all this see, stuff See, this on won't it. be that painful no. at all. And I convinced myself, and you do, that if you want to do it for a while... It's like God. This isn't bad. This you're isn't bad. Brainwashing You've, yourself. Yeah. Well, and you for, you're no longer comparing it. Right. You know, you're you saying, okay, now let me eat this veggie burger. Okay, now let me eat this big 
sloppy, you know, cow burger, Arby burger. Well, and then you compare, hmm, no, veggie burger is awful. Mm-hmm. So, but you have to, yeah, you have to divorce yourself from all the other things, which I did for a year and a half, and I got to be obnoxious. Uh, you would have to admit in terms of my evangelism, and I was trying to convert people like you and other people on our radio team right that you guys you you should be doing this too yeah it's just like i had just found religion and i was you were like a scientologist i was back then (laughs) exactly that's what i was (laughs) i had turned into tom cruise and i and i wanted everybody else to be to be on we're all going oh my god yeah hey by the way uh there's a great movie uh, now i bring it up and i can't think of the name of it i'll think of it later but i know what you're going to say on scientology yes it's called going clear that's it and it is it it is a documentary that was based on a book that i just read called going clear Uh, my friend has borrowed the book and when i get it back i will loan it to you Um, speaking of colonoscopies that's what you want to do is go clear when you once you're clear, they say, "Come on in and get right. the colonoscopy." So it is equally disturbing and fascinating and mm-hmm. horrifying and entertaining. All four of those things yeah. you will feel simultaneously as you read this book called "Going Clear." Uh, HBO did the documentary on this, and I, it's not available. I don't have HBO yet, so I have to wait for it to come up on yeah. uh, Amazon or Netflix. Well, but that's I'm, where I saw it was on, on HBO, and it is, I, um, like you say, pretty fascinating. So tell me, how was it you first got involved in Scientology? Well, I was introduced to it by some friends. I don't know if they said it or if it was just talked about by others that they had superpowers. And I... I was like really young, but I thought I'd like to have superpowers. I bought, after I read that book, I bought, uh, I was so just stunned at uh, David Miscavige's, um, uh, he is the leader now, uh, the current Scientology leader who took over for L. Ron Hubbard. And uh, so I had to buy the book on his niece who escaped the Scientology uh, cult. A lot of people are calling it, and that's what she called it. So I'm hoping I'm not too horrified with how they've treated the children, um, but I'm looking forward to reading that book. And then I also decided, <clears throat> since I did that, I'm going to have to now get the autobiography, the unauthorized autobiography on Tom Cruise, which was written by Andrew Morton, who also wrote all the other unauthorized biographies, too. So, Do you know, do you know what an autobiography is? I mean, um, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> it's as if I wrote a book about myself, but I refuse to endorse it. I do not approve of what I have just written. I'm an idiot. An unauthorized thought. I love it. That's good. That's funny. It's funny. So I'm now sort of into, but yeah, I'm just really sort of fascinated by that. But anyway, I want to get back to this thing about you were starting to talk about the word free. Just as free. The guy didn't, that, that didn't lose its value. I mean, he just didn't want the veggie burger. Free as we'll ever be. I, I still think that we Americans, you know, we call this the land of the free. Just as free. If something's free, many of us get so blinded to that word free, free as we'll ever be. that we don't really think it through, that is it really free? I mean, I use the example of how if you heard that they had uh, they had uh, free zucchinis someplace, 
you would get in your car. Right. Which you is going to depreciate even as you drive it. Oh, good point. Fill it up with gas. Good point. Drive all the way, drive 100 miles or whatever. Exactly. Uh, in a 100 degree heat, so now you're running your air conditioning. Right. Blah, blah, blah. All to get free zucchinis. So is, is there anything? Yeah, did it really, yeah. What's, nothing's really free. What did it, it cost you ultimately? Yeah. When you could have just walked, gone down to the supermarket and probably spent less. It's a really good point. It's a, we all it's, get seduced by signs yeah. that say, uh, buy one, get a second one free. You know what that's called? That's called, called a BOGO. It's called half price. It's called a BOGO. A BOGO. Did, I had this woman, what, did... Are you familiar with the term? No. So I was in, I don't know, who cares, Fred Meyer, Kmart, wherever I was, and I bought a pair of flip-flops, and she goes, she, she scans them, she goes, oh, you know this is a BOGO, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what is that? Buy one, get one free? That's right. Mm. It's a BOGO. So, but But, but I thought I good... was buying a BOGO at Rite Aid, uh, buying some flip-flops yeah. not, not long ago. Buy one, get and one. Then I, but there was something in the language that... Uh, misled me, and mm-hmm. then it turns out it wasn't buy one get one free. So I said, "No, never mind. I don't want them." So you gotta you gotta know what it is. I mean, it'd be like uh, buy one clam chowder for the price of two and get the second clam chowder free. You know, it'd be like that. If you at wait. first you go, "Hey, wow, that sounds pretty good." Then you realize, "No, wait a minute. I've already paid for two clam chowders." Right. Yeah, uh, that's a stupid example, but I mean. It, it, the language can be misleading. I think, though, that the older... But we're looking for the free thing. But I think that the older I get, and I, I'm more skeptical of free now. Oh, if yeah. Someone, yeah, if some, there's something in a magazine that says, this, you're this uh, Liberty dollar coin you're from the U.S. Mint, absolutely free. And I'm like, no, it's not. I just automatically, when somebody tells me something's free, I go, uh-uh, no, it's not. What's the where's the fine print now? Zucchini. If you just said zucchini's free, yeah. now that's a whole different thing. I have to weigh obviously the cost of me to go get it. I'm not. Do I like zucchini? I'm not skeptical enough. of it. Yeah. But in and you know one of my favorite things used to be and still is is reading the free stuff on Craigslist. So we should just pull that up and see what free stuff. Well, while you're looking, yeah, Craigslist. look that up. But I mean, uh, you know, when you think about it, they used to have. We used to have a lot of free stuff that you could get if you wanted to get a copy of your birth certificate. That was free. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and grocery store bags and trash dumping and extra yeah. cheese and dressing and and you could stay at a state park and go camping and that was free. That's right. Um, so in and there are restaurants and I've been to one where they'll charge you for a glass of water. <gasps> yeah. Are you kidding it's me? Starting to happen. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Not in Seattle. In California, it wasn't in see. Seattle. No. Yeah, you're right. in California, it was out of state. probably. But it's coming. Very likely. It's coming. Uh, so there are websites, maybe you're on one, called freestuff.com. Mm-hmm. And there's one called uh, totallyfreestuff.com. And then they generally direct you to other websites that begin, you know, with words like, hey, you want free stuff? Let's mm-hmm. get started. Simply enter in your zip code. You know, pretty soon you realize, oh, wait a minute, this isn't really free. They're reeling me in so they can get right. my personal information so they can they can send me stuff that ultimately won't be free. Uh, it, it, anyway, it's uh, it's neither here nor there, but uh, free is not really so free. But once in a while, or you'll drive down the road and you'll see. I do that. Free wood, help yourself. Or I'll just put out. If I it w- says free out there, there's something wrong with it. Or it's worthless. But people will pick it up. People are 
I think more people will pick it up if you say, here's some wood, just $2. You know what? You're actually right. I read a, recently read a book uh, done really well by two psychologists. Was I it wish, a free book? I wish I had it here. No, but it was, it's called Sway, S-W-A-Y, uh, New York, uh, number one New York bestseller <clears throat> list. And it talks about the psychology um, of things just like you said. And they they had a, a an example of a, a hot dog vendor in Coney Island back in the back in the day. Um, what who day had was that? The, the old days. Wednesday. In the old days, and and again, I don't have the book in front of me, but uh, one hot dog vendor had these all beef hot dogs, which were fantastic, and he was selling them for fifty cents. Another hot dog vendor got the same type of hot dogs, and he thought, oh, God, I'm just going to cut my prices in half because I'm still going to make a profit, so I'm going to sell mine for 25 cents. Same hot dog. I'm sure I'm going to be doing bang-up business. People thought his hot dog was inferior uh, because he sold it. Same hot dog. Same hot dog. And the guy could not get anybody to buy his hot dog for half of what the guy. So there is something to be said for yeah. if you put a value on something. Um, I've offered free um, – uh, voiceover classes before uh, long time very few people show up they're like well if it's free really what am yeah. i going to get or they don't you believe charge, that it's free yeah, they, you, they believe well this is just to come on and then she's going to ambush me yeah you charge so, 50 bucks and yeah. people find feel that there's value there yeah. it's very well, interesting uh, the psychology friend, behind that. another friend of mine that does public speaking uh is always encouraging me he says you're not, you don't charge enough you no, got you don't you charge enough raise your fee and you're 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 not emboldened enough to do it but he but he just keeps jacking his fee up, and he and 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 people will they people don't buy necessarily for price. I mean, we've seen this with uh, car dealers lately. They, these people are buying more expensive cars rather than you would think they would buy cheap cars, especially in these times. But they buy more expensive because they think they're going to last longer. I have a great example of how I lost out on a voiceover gig. This very thing you're talking about. I had um, uh, found a job that had a budget um, for the for the project. So the project was they said we will our budget's three hundred to five hundred dollars. So when I sent my audition in, I sent in how much I would do it for, and I I literally it, I I said you know what actually this isn't going to take me long three seventy five. So I'll yeah I'll do it for three seventy four hundred. I probably said. Mm-hmm. So they got all these auditions in. The, the woman actually called. You never hear from somebody who doesn't hire you. If you don't get hired for for a gig, they just you just don't ever hear from them. Sure. This woman actually called me and she said, "I want you to know, we liked your voice the best for this. You nailed the performance. You did everything we wanted on it. But I'm going to tell you why we didn't hire you." And I said, "Well, yeah, I was very curious. Now why?" She said, "Because our budget said three to five hundred dollars." And you said you would do it for three hundred and seventy-five. We could not figure out why you didn't say you wouldn't do it for five hundred dollars. Well, that's stupid. Isn't that? Wait a minute. You don't. What well, do that, you mean? Well, that's stupid for her to. No, no. I'm trying to tell you the psychology behind it. She thought. But how were you supposed to know the psychology? You took it at you, that thing at its word. Three to five hundred dollars. What falls between three and five hundred dollars? Three seventy-five well, or four hundred. But no. The, the psychology behind her reasoning is what I'm talking about. I'm not saying she's what what she's saying is in her mind because I didn't say that we'll do it for 500. There must be something that's just what you just said. There must yeah. be something wrong with me. That's yeah. why they didn't hire me. Yeah. Well, isn't that 
Yeah, and, you, and, and I, I so I get, learned my lesson. I always bid high. I bid well. high. Always bid high. Yeah, or bid at least what you know the threshold is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's horrible to have to guess at it. I think most people will undersell themselves because if they don't have any information to tell them otherwise, they'll assume, yeah. uh, you know, somebody else is going to do it cheaper than me. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe you're the cheap one and somebody else but is assuming even, that about you. Even typically, they the, the uh, book talks a lot about when people get bids on, on construction projects and, you know, I'm getting my roof done and, and you know, three to five bids and, and I'm not going to... I don't want to pick the lowest one because I psychologically think I'm not going to get everything I want. I'm probably going to pick the one right in the middle. You don't pick the highest. You don't pick the lowest. You pick the one right in the middle. Well, I picked a guy to fix our roof who was so substantially cheaper than everybody else. Was he good? I couldn't believe it. He was great. Really? He came and did a great job. And uh, and then uh, maybe six months later, there was another part of our roof. And I said, I'm going to call that guy back again. I call him back again. He comes back, and he looks things over, and he says, yeah, I can do this. Let's just say I can do this job for $1,500. And he said, uh, so I'll be back. i got to get order the materials and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, i got to pay, you know, the roofing company for the materials. Uh, so uh, he wanted a down payment of, you know, $750. Mm-hmm. Gave him the $750. See you next week. And then I kept calling him and, he, and calling him. He said, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll be out there. Yeah, I just, I kind of ran into a, pre- kept calling him pretty soon. Never answered his phone again. Kept my 750, never saw him again. Aww. So it, it sort of falls in line with what you're saying. If it's too good to be true, it's, well, yeah, it is. Zip-rado, zip-rado. Everyone's a winner, bargains galore. That's right, you two can be the proud owner of the quality goes in before that name goes on. One tenth of a dollar, one tenth of a dollar. We got service after the sale. How about perfume? We got perfume. How about an engagement ring? Some for the little lady, some for the little lady, some for the little lady. Three, four dollars. We got a year-end clearance, we got a white sale and a smoke-damaged furniture, you can drive it away today. Act now, act now, and receive is our gift, our gift to you, they come in all colors, one size fits all. No must, no fuss, no spills, you tired of kitchen drudgery, everything must go, going out of business, going out of business, going out of business, 50% off original retail price, skip the middle man. Don't settle for less. How do we do it? How do we do it? Volume, volume. Turn up the volume. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. It's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace. Or pursue your present course and face obliteration.